Support for today's show comes from Top Resumes. Top Resumes is a site that will redo your resume, they'll redo your LinkedIn profile, get you great results, and they'll do it at a very fair price. Use the link in the show notes, they will treat you very well. And we'll be back in just one moment. This is No BS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 2159. I'm your host, Jeff Alpin, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome. This was originally recorded on Friday as a LinkedIn Live, and I was invited onto the Modern Career Checklist Live on LinkedIn uh, by Mark Anthony Dyson and Damian Burkle, uh, who host that uh, LinkedIn Live. And... There were one or two little glitches or hiccups uh, that occurred in the recording. No big deal. But it was a one-hour interview I'm making into two parts. And this week is going to be longer episodes because, well, I'll just simply say, this: these are two 30 minutes. I've got my own uh, career office, uh, uh, career coach office hours that will be coming out. And that's going to be a little longer. And then my interview... And then we'll get to Friday. So I hope you enjoy this week of shows. This is part one where everybody's quitting. That's the topic here. And I hope you find it helpful and give it a great review wherever you're listening to the show. And please share it. It helps other people discover the podcast, which is and continues to be number one in Apple Podcasts for job search. More episodes by far than any other show. And I must tell you, Mark Anthony was appropriately impressed by the amount of content I have on YouTube. And he didn't even acknowledge the podcast because he's got one of his own. (laughs) And I'll be back in just one moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello there, and uh, welcome to the Modern Job Search Checklist. This is Mark Anthony Dyson, and usually I'm joined by my co-host, co-host Damian Burkle, who is working out some little kinks in his appearance and his audio. So we should see him in just a moment. Want to bring on my man Jeff Altman, former recruiter, now career coach, and of course he owns Job Search TV. Com. And believe it or not, he probably has like three times the content than anybody else I know. I mean, I thought I produce a lot of content. This dude has thousands of articles. He has thousands of videos. I believe he has about 7,000 videos or more than that now, Jeff. It's and just under he, seven. Yeah, and he's been in recruiting game for, for 40 years. And now, so you're talking about somebody who's been an OG in the space he knows every trick in the book, just about. Uh, so uh, between me and, and when Damien gets on, he'll be able to throw his 30-some years in. Uh, I'm the baby of the group, so I'm just going to probably just be a witness to, to that conversation. But nevertheless, Jeff and I are going to get the show started. 
Again, we stream to LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook. So if you don't catch us here, you can catch us on the Modern Jobs Checklist Facebook page, which is available, and you can catch a live stream there if you don't want to sit on LinkedIn and listen to the babble that will be going on in the chat. If you're in the chat now, join us. Put your comments and put your questions in because you know we're going to be talking about why everybody's quitting and is it good for everybody. And uh, don't forget, as a lot of people quit, there's also an increase in competition, which can make your strategy pretty interesting. So we're going to get started. Jeff Altman, how are you, sir? I feel really well today. It's so good to see you. It's been 100 years. Yes, it's been about 100 years. We're old friends uh, back in the old podcast West. So we, we really, uh, uh, know each other and know each other's work. And, uh, believe it or not, I, the first time I heard Jeff was when Damien was on Jeff's show and it was Jeff's second show or podcast and interviewing folks. So we're talking about a lot of history between the three of us and we're going to share that vibe with you. So please feel free to welcome again. Uh, ask questions, uh, help each other, talk to each other. Uh, let's have this increased conversation. This is why we do the live stream. So, Jeff, we are in the middle of two big hashtags that are running amok on Twitter and LinkedIn. And one is the big shift, and the other one is the great resignation. And as you probably know, there's all the talk of all those folks who, re- uh, who resigned back uh, in April, they estimated about four million had resigned. Now, um, you know, should how should job seekers approach that? Let me get your take on that question first. That wasn't part of the outline, but I want to hear your take first on it because I know you've got opinions and you've got lots of them stashed away in your back pocket. So, I'm always a believer that you're better looking for a job when someone else is paying you. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason is you lose leverage when you're unemployed. Mm -hmm. Now, as much as the the media is telling us that there is a a shortage of labor, I'll also tell you that the Labor Department reported last month that there was negative wage growth, which is fascinating Mm -hmm. because part of the propaganda is always, they don't want to work. Right. And... I, I think they're bigger issues than than they don't want to work. Um, yeah, it, it yeah went, it's always it's always the uh, it's always made to, to be the uh, job seeker be the victim and also the one who's preying upon employers like that actually can happen. Amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, Same conversation, different recession. The statistic I've also seen is that sixty percent of the workforce wants to find a new job. Mm-hmm. That one, I think, came from LinkedIn, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So so we start with the premise of it's complicated. Mm -hmm. And we we continue on with part of your leverage as a job hunter is the fact that you're working because you don't have to do anything. And from an employer's perspective, and I want to say I was part of the original creation of this, is the notion of the myth of the passive applicant. Because yeah. job hunt, uh, employers believe that if you're actively looking for work, you are uh, less desirable to hire 
than someone who is doing their job, keeping their head down, doing the work, and not actively looking, which really makes no sense yeah. when you think about it. Right. Uh, so if you become one of those among the 60% who quits their job, you lose that piece of leverage in the psychology as well as in the financials as well. Because when employers believe that they can extend an offer under two conditions, leave it and take it, right. How do you, it's harder to negotiate uh, because mm. they always believe that there's someone else out there who will take the money that they're offering. So you're better off, I believe, not quitting unless – you know, you're being brought back to an environment where you're going to be at risk. Um, you're a person who's been perpetrated against in the workplace in some way, in which case I believe you get the heck out of there immediately. But that's a different part of the conversation. We're talking in the general uh, parameters of should I go back to work? Uh, right, you know. right. Yeah, it, it it's complicated because everybody is looking at sort of their own self-interest and their own uh, weight. Uh, and they should and, and, and rightfully should but I think you know it, it's funny the rest of us who are watching who are not in this great big hunt and shift on you know, either side um, you know everybody's got to make a case and they want some empathy and they want they want people to they want to take sides you know whether we uh, whether they admit it or not. But I think ultimately job seekers have to be much shrewd and have to always, whether you're looking with or without a job, you've got to take the side of being shrewd and very judicious about your opportunities. And, of course, the best situation ever is when you have also the option to walk away from bad options. Amen. You know, when the recruiter calls or they reach out to you on LinkedIn. I'm a believer that you should never say, let me alone, I'm not interested. And even if you are interested, you shouldn't instantly respond and go, yeah, yeah, I really want, yeah, tell me more. I want you to play it a a little cool because that way it it infers to them that you're not actively looking unless that you have that open to work thing on LinkedIn or they find your resume on a job board. So we we can't fool around with those. Uh, But assuming that you're being recruited, be a little cool. Make them try and persuade you so that this way you can hear about the role and ask questions about the role. And then commit to it and thus present as that passive job hunter that they prefer in this kind of, in all markets, actually. But particularly in this one, if you're part of 60% who's out there looking for a job, boy, it's it's like being at a singles bar and there's a lot of people of the other sex are there or or of your sex, if that's your, your orientation. And the result winds up being, you know, it's you're not as desirable. So got to take advantage of the mentality on the other side. I lost audio from you. Oh, no, I'm not hearing you. So you're hearing me. So I'm going to continue on until you can get that resolved. <laughs> and um, Mark is 
is playing a little bit to try and resolve this technical issue. And I'm not hearing your microphone and you're hearing me. So this is interesting. <laughs> no audio. So let me continue on until I do hear you. Is that okay? Yeah. Now I do. Okay. Yeah, this is very strange. Uh, so we're, I'm just wondering how this is going to all work. Can you hear me now? I hear you perfectly. Can you hear me now? Yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. So um, I'll just simply say, for you as a job hunter, your job is to be marketable. Mm -hmm. And in being marketable, you want to attract people to you so that you have choices. And you can attract people to you in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. But the idea is to be attractive, not to always be, you know, I'm out there looking. I'm out there looking. <laughs> and uh, help me, help me, help me. Help me find a job. You, know, you don't want to come across as the desperate date. You want to always come across as the person that they want to pursue right. rather than you pursuing them. Right. Uh, Damien, can we hear you now? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yay, we can hear you. Good deal. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was I was just uh, uh, poking and prodding a little bit with Jeff in his, uh, his view. You probably heard already, and you probably even guessed where he is with it, but ultimately – um, yeah, I, I, I agree with the analogy. I definitely like the analogy. I was just thinking about how, I don't know, remember seeing uh, or hearing Mel Brooks's uh, uh, skit about the 2,000-year-old man and the idea that, you know, uh, that, you know, it was all men until they say, here's the first woman, first woman there and say, hey, there's a girl in the crowd. And that's where, <laughs> that's where it's all, all of the act is like, you know, employers can do all the talking, but yet the last voice, and sometimes it feels like the loneliest voice is the job seeker who's saying, well, wait a second, what about me? And, you know, and they forget, and I think this is a time now they're actually having a little bit more leverage uh, universally than they ever. Mind you, we know about the guy that keeps his head down and gets posed. We got that part. But I think there's a part, too, where people are, you know, they don't have as much leverage, but I think there's a small window now where they can say that they're willing to walk away from a job and willing to say that's not enough money. Then they can go ahead and have some of that power uh, to be able to continue on for a very productive job search. Um, I agree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Damien. Uh, what I was going to say is, is I agree, uh, but kind of um, going back to, to where I came in, you have to have the, the right mindset. Um, yes. you, you can't just get fed up with your, your boss or your job and, and walk out. And then like uh, Jeff was talking about being uh, coming across as a desperate job seeker because it will come across in everything especially when you interview uh, if you have the right frame of mind if you have prepared if you are uh, up on how to effectively job search now in this current time you can utilize the the leverage that you have but you have to be prepared you have to be strategic 
and you have to have the opportunity in the market because it is not um, equal opportunity going all the way across uh, in some of the research that uh, I did and and in reading some of um, Jeff's articles, uh, there is a, a tremendous glut of opportunity, if you will, in the service industry, in the fast food industry, uh, in the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. and to a lesser degree in various other segments of the market. But my advice is look before you leap. Yeah, yeah. I would say look here very carefully before you leap in. We have more access to more intel about an employer and about a job than we ever had, Jeff. It's amazing what's going on out there. Yeah. And, and, you know, like for example, there was a, an announcement from the chairman of Morgan Stanley uh, mm-hmm. in the last week yeah. or so, where he basically gave the firm 75 days notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're coming back after Labor Day uh, or else. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have given that notice. So, right. you know, it's, it, it, but he's the loudest voice because we also known him to backtrack in, in, in the past years of what he says. We're going, we're going back to work. Last year it was, we're going back to work this summer. And what happened? Not so fast. Yeah, not so fast. Right. <laughs> so, so we know, okay, we got the bravado part. But I think one of the things that we should talk about is heeding how much the great resignation is. And a lot of it, you know, I've heard people say this is all talk because all, all ultimate, but I don't think it's so much all talk. It is much more if, if, if somebody has prepared the right way and prepared very deeply instead of trying to prepare for a whole bunch of opportunities that they can actually walk and, and make some move forward in a way that they never had before. Damien, your spot? Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. And I think one of the things that is different now than ever before is folks have had 12 months, 15 months to, mm-hmm. to think about who they are, where they're going, what they want to do next. So in that time, they could have easily come to the conclusion that where they are right now is, is not where they want to be. And uh, it's a true call to action. But again, that, that's fine. You can make that decision and good for you. But uh, again, you have to be prepared. You have to do your homework. You have to have all of the tools for um, the modern job search, if you will, uh, before you uh, start. And in fact, people may have already started. And I, I think that's great. Um, but you want to make sure you're doing it the, the right way and not out there flailing, if you will. Yeah, I absolutely agree. agree. Jeff, go ahead. Thank you. You know, I'm not sure people have been thinking about it all that much unless they were out of work, because I think a lot of folks have their head down in fear and it's perfectly understandable. But now we're at a different point. And as soon as we start to see the vaccinations increase, as soon as we start to hear about 95% approval, uh, 90% efficacy, I should say, and suddenly the mask mandates are lifted in most of the country. That should have been the, the, the opening salvo that if you're thinking about a change, this is the time to start networking again because it's easy. 
everyone right. wants to talk. Everyone's right. kind of, ooh, this is weird. <laughs> you know, I don't have to have a mask and have a conversation with someone. I got, I have a couple of mine still next to me, but you know, we can go back to some degree of normalcy, and this becomes an easy time to network. Yeah. It becomes an easy way to reach out to people and start reconnecting. How have you been? Oh, it's been so long. Hope you're okay. Any problems? Um, thank goodness. And talk about the kids and the family and just reconnect with folks. And that becomes the opening salvo for the real conversations around work in the second or third conversation. Yeah, I really believe that's true. And uh, you may be right, Jeff. Not, not. I don't think not as many people we would hope. We would have hoped that everybody would have taken advantage of that window of opportunity. That window of opportunity is now closing. And I think one is the fact that one uh, that job seekers had this opportunity to learn and to be able to deep on certain expertise certain skills and upskill and reskill and whatever term you want to use for all that. But I think the other thing too is that the window is also closing because with a, a lot of job openings come a whole lot of competition. So if you're not used to being competitive and knowing what other people are doing, people who are doing getting jobs successful, if you don't know that, uh, how they're doing that, then you really don't have a lot of uh, intel uh, so to speak, to really work off of, though it doesn't take a lot, it does help to know, you know, whether you're looking relevant or how you're appearing or how you're coming across online, how you're coming across in person, which really online counts a whole lot more now being that there's still a lot of virtual uh, interviews that are happening. Uh, your thoughts, Jeff? What I see is that with the labor market, hearing that there are not a lot of people out there. White collar labor is very competitive. Non-white collar, no collar, blue collar. Um, there's, there's a shortage of people. So in the white collar markets, a lot of jobs, a lot of people. In the no collar field, like restaurants or certain types of fulfillment jobs. Like my son does e-commerce fulfillment for his firm. And mm -hmm. it's one of the areas that LinkedIn points to as being above average growth. Like the percentage of jobs was almost 200% year over year in terms of the increase. And for people who are in healthcare and uh, no collar jobs, there's no people out there. Like if, if you work in a restaurant, you know, you can pretty well pick where you want to go to work at this point because so many restaurateurs mm -hmm. can't find people. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And hotels and all that, all those related industries uh, mm -hmm. who were the first to let go, uh, which I would think that at some point there might have been a great rehiring in the sense that they are looking, look at the people you first laid off. Now, they may say no. But there's a percentage of them that would say, yeah, and that might be the lower hanging fruit. Damien, do you have any thoughts on that and what Jeff said? Oh, no, I, I agree about the, um, for lack of a better term, uh, glut of uh, opportunity for mm -hmm. uh, no-collar, uh, blue-collar. 
The other thought that I had is, uh, do you remember the uh, movie uh, Network? Uh, I think that's what it was called, uh, mm -hmm. where he raises the window and says, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it any longer. Yeah. Um, I, I, I bring that up because I, I'm thinking about um, the, I read the same article that, that Jeff did where um, he said, 75 days, you will be back in the office. And I think what's different now is that the reaction of you can't tell me that I have to be in your office anymore. And, and what I mean by that is if you've lost a family member to COVID or someone you know or whatever, your life has been forever changed. And that changes the way that you think, changes the way that you look at the world and also changes the way that you react to a bully boss or a mm -hmm. bully chairman. And mm -hmm. my thought is, is that that's going to be, um, that's going to be a mistake because yes, people will go back in fear of their jobs and fear can drive short-term results, but not long-term results. And um, as, as we were saying before, there, there is, opportunity in the, the white collar market and this new attitude, if you will, as a result of COVID and the loss of loved ones, um, the ability to tolerate bully bosses, I think has gone down as a result of COVID and uh, could also be a reason that's driving more white collar people to look for jobs. Opportunity plus bully boss equals New job. Yeah. Well, I, I just wonder, too, one of the things I didn't count on as I was coming up with the with our outline was yesterday that it really we're headed towards a, quite a, 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 a large look at inflation and how inflation is going to really affect the jobs. Just think about this a shortage for about everything that we have, especially pr products that are actually manufactured. I mean, my wife and I went to help our son go look for a couch and he picked several couches that there was a back order on and some of them have been back ordered since October. So wow. you, figured, you figured that there are, you know, that employers going to have to do one of two things. And I'm not, I'm not the mathematician on how inflation works, but I do know that if you want to make more product fast, You've got to create more labor opportunities. And if you don't create the labor opportunities, there's going to be a shortage, which usually means that now the prices of everything has to be jacked up until there is enough uh, labor and there's enough to go around for everybody. So uh, ultimately, we are in a window that, that is just not because uh, the opportunities just seem plentiful at the time. But also in the long term, that window is very small, I think. And it's not only because that there's the, the competition, it would be a land grab for those who are in the industries that where there's a lot of jobs, but even a smaller window for the people who are white collars who may have to manage the supply, so to speak. Jeff? I think also in terms of like in your circumstance, there are supply chain issues mm -hmm. uh, that, that cause uh, some of the problems with having those couches ready. But from a labor perspective, 
we're an unusual time, quite obviously. And I want to try and get people into their new roles now. Mm -hmm. uh, and I say now because there's going to be another recession coming. I don't know exactly when, but there'll be another one year and a half, two years. Oh, I think you're absolutely correct. I think it's it's going to come quicker than the other ones in the past. Usually we have a window of a few years before the next one comes. Usually it's been like every 10 years, roughly, if I'm not mistaken. But then again, uh, this is not the usual time that we've had uh, uh, where there's a shortage of everything. Until the last two cycles, they came more frequently than 10 years. The last two have been 10-year cycles, which has been great. We've all enjoyed right, right. stability. We're not going to have stability now. No. Uh, because no, I agree that. And without it being political, the difference between our current uh, administration and the previous one is sufficiently profound that if there's a snapback with the next one, it becomes a shocking change yet again. And and the economy doesn't handle it all that well. As it is now, it's, it's struggling to adjust to this one. Uh, and that's, again, no criticism. I'm not getting political here. Right, no, I'm, just, no, you're not. I'm just looking in terms of uh, American business doesn't like change. They like stability. Right. And yes. we don't, we have not had stability now from an economic standpoint for 15 months plus. Mm -hmm. To me, it won't be fully over until the fall when all the children are back in school again. And thus there's free uh, child care for so many Americans at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll really know where things are. But again, I keep thinking that we're going to have a recession sooner rather than later. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not forecasting when, but I want to get people into new roles now so they can cut their teeth, make their reputations now or as soon as possible so that this way it's harder to cut them as the last one in, first one out. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few things I can do to help you with your job search beyond simply being your coach. First of all, I've got a new book out called The Right Answers to Tough Interview Questions. It is like a cookbook with answers to tons of interview questions that you're going to be asked on interviews. And if you pair it up with my other new book, The Ultimate Job Interview Framework, they are a, a terrific pair of books to help you with interviewing. In addition to a new service where you can practice mock interviews, if you go to TheBigGameHunter.us forward slash mock, I've got a service there, very inexpensive, like $99, where we have mock interviews set up. I'm going to be adding more to it very soon, but you can record your answers to them and then I can critique them and help you perform better on them. You probably have noticed my show notes are pretty thorough with products and services that can help you with your search. And connect with me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash the big game hunter. Lastly, my website has a ton of great information. That's thebiggamehunter.us. Now, if you're not ready to go there and go through the blog, put the address in your phone, thebiggamehunter.us. 
Jeff Altman. So this way, when you're ready to go, you have a way of getting back to my website. Hope you have a terrific day. And most importantly, be great. (laughs) 